This is Turn on the Jets Film Room, your weekly extensive breakdown of New York Jets X's and O's. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Blewett. Stop route in the middle curl. I'd actually like to start from Dom. Maybe I want to see him get rid of the ball a little bit sooner as he sees the soft coverage, but I like how he leads him outside. Great freaking snag. That's a snag, man. And former Texas Tech All-American, current Arena League coach, and the hero of the Monday Night Miracle, Marcus, Marcus Coleman. Coleman. That is off again by Coleman. You got to hand it to Marcus Coleman. He made the play earlier to pick it off in front of Gadsden, and then he read the eyes of the quarterback here. That interception is his third of the game, and that ties a Jets team mark. On Turn on the Jets Digital. And you are listening <clears throat> to another edition of TOJ Film, the 39th edition, getting close to uh, to 50. Uh, it's been a good year or so. Um, and this show, we're going to talk about um, the number one prospect in many you know, draft analysts' uh, eyes and Nick Bosa. Um, he's number two to me, but we'll get into that. Um, on Twitter, um, at JoeRB. Uh, 31. I just posted up Brian Burns uh, right after I record this show. I'm going to be posting um, Jordan Williams. We didn't get any reviews this week, um, but we're still at a good pace. 36 reviews and um, 38 shows. So we appreciate that. And like I said, it takes a lot of work. So if anybody can just drop by, even just leave five stars, it'd be awesome. If you write a review too, that's even more appreciated. Uh, but and you have to for the for the review, you have to go to iTunes. T O J space film space rooms it's not just turn on the jets uh turn on the jets is just you just type that out on youtube you can find us there um we're gonna start doing mail, mailbags again after the the season is done but right now or the uh, draft season's done obviously right now with the uh draft season going on and then after the draft season reviewing the prospects and things like that it's going to be uh, pretty crazy until about you know may or june where i'll start doing more of those questions and those mailbags uh, you can always email me at bluetjoetoj at gmail with no spaces. Like I said, um, also working on some some thing f- uh, for the summer as well for the dead time. I'm doing a big like uh, project, kind of project, kind of like similar thing I've been doing, but um, not really going to reveal that. But I have been putting up some plays of uh, McClendon and and uh, Jordan Jenkins a little bit, or actually just McClendon. McClendon, I, I, I went on the first game because the first game I'm doing a lot with that first game. I'm going to do a lot with all 16 games, and you'll see what's happening. Um, but McClendon made some damn plays in that game. He was really, really good in that Lions game. And Jordan Jenkins, even from that first game, you could tell in that first game he made a step up from his uh, you know, last couple of years with the Jets to, to last year just in terms of his you know, ability to rush the passer. He actually showed some nice things in that first game, and I really just took a look at, um, at just him. But other than that, uh, like I said, this is Bosa today. Probably have, we'll probably have Brian Burns. On Friday, I would I would say, so but it'll show Saturday. Today's Wednesday, so yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have Bosa today, Burns on Friday most likely, and they'll probably have um, Jonah Williams on Sunday. I would say so. We're gonna next couple of days, like every other every other day, we're gonna have a show um, getting released. That's going to be pretty fun. Other than that, Devils out the first pick, which is pretty cool. I'm a Devils fan as well. It's a kind of a weird combination of teams with the Mets, the Jets, the Devils, and the Nets, but that's just, you know, how it worked out with my family and who they liked, et cetera, even though my entire family is Giants fans, but that whatever, I don't really care. They're a bunch of, you know, jerks anyway. Um, but getting to Nick Bosa, 
like I said, I'm, I'm going to show you some things that I've been saying about why I think he's a little bit overrated in some ways. I still think he's a very, very good player. I'd be very, very happy to have him at three. Like I said, he's a number two player in my draft. Um, but let's just go over the quick list of strengths and weaknesses that I do with everybody, which, like I said, I type. I, I make sure I check it multiple times to see if it still stands, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, strengths, ha- uh, hand placement, shoots, hands with tight elbows, lateral quickness, dips and reduces through gaps, change of direction, ability, powerful hands, strength to work through partial blocks while pe- uh, penetrating, uses both light and heavy stances, awareness, play recognition, instincts, just, oh, I just, uh, oh, hold on. Actually, give me, give me one second. Cause I actually screwed this up. I have to pause the podcast. Give me two seconds. Okay, and we're back. I figured out. I was, I was going to read that. I was like, this sounds a lot like Quentin Williams. I'm like, I don't know why. <laughs> I was actually reading Quentin Williams by accident. I got so much notes and stuff all over the place. Um, but for uh, Nick Bosa, so everything you just heard, just erase it out of your mind. I apologize for that. If I could go back and edit it, I would, but I don't know how to. Uh, so Nick Bosa's strengths. Uh, decent, decent burst, gets hip square quickly while, fl- while flattening, workable bend, hands, array of pass rush moves, including swipe, double swipe, swipe clubs, rip, bowl, Spins, uh, chops, wipes, bull rush. I said bull rush twice. Um, will initiate contact. Will stack moves. Effective in two, three, and four point stances. Stop start ability. Uh, hand placement. Change of direction. Speed. Links hands and feet. Flexibility. Can anchor in run game versus offensive tackles. Lateral agility. Awareness. IQ. Pad level. Can win inside and outside. Shortens his arc with power. Um, fluid hips. Not that much recoil. The first step. Weaknesses can get lock, locked up once he's engaged. Hands could be a little bit cleaner, more consistent. Let's O-lineman get into his chest too often, loses balance. Uh, we'd like to see more variety of rush moves used more frequently. Average burst. Uh, times where I would like to see more, uh, motor run more hot. Will struggle versus offensive tackles with strong technique hands. Needs more control of body and just average or decent length. Um, so those were Bosa's overall prospect. He's my number two prospect in the draft, like I just said before. And I think his best fit is a 4-3 outside linebacker. I think he could play that jack role, uh, which is basically just the, the weak side outside linebacker in, in a 3-4. Um, he could also play, you know, he could also play um, the strong side outside linebacker, the Sam as well. I think he could play 4-3 end on either side. I think he could stand up a little bit uh, more as a as a Sam in a, in a 4-3 if he's standing up on that. Uh, whether it be the uh, if he's hand hand in the dirt um, in more you know whether it be an over or an under front uh, but I, I think on the on the strong side he'd be pretty good so I, I think he's a pretty versatile player but I think overall his best fit is as a um, three four outside linebacker so let's get into his first play we're gonna start with uh, Oregon State I only have I have twenty two plays of Bosa it wasn't a lot. Uh, available on him, but I did record uh, 22. So this is going to be a quicker one, maybe right about an hour, maybe a little bit less, maybe 45 minutes. Uh, we're going to see Bosa right here um, on the bottom edge in a, in a three-point stance. We're going to see, you're going to see, and I think this play isn't necessarily the best example. I think that's that's decent. That's that's good burst, but his his burst is not, like I said, there's those, there's those five things you need to, to be a really, really top flight pass rusher. And you need all of them. You need strength, you need technique, you need length, you need you need bend, um, and and you need uh, I always for uh, technique, and I think Bosa has technique. I think he has decent arms. I think he has decent bend, um, but he doesn't have that explosion, um, that that overall like first of explosion speed. So I think he's lacking on like one of them, and his arm length is just decent. So 
Um, he's not a top flight guy to me. I, I think he's a guy who's going to get, you know, I, I think safely 10 to 14, 10 to 13 sacks a year probably. Um, but I don't think he's ever been one of those guys to, you know, be a Khalil Mack or a Von Miller because you need to be a physical freak with your length and your burst. There's just something he doesn't really possess. Like I said, he has a strength, he has a technique, he has a power, but he's missing out a little bit on that length and that explosion. Um, but right here, uh, he uses like a, he's a double swipe. Um, let's call it, like I said, it's, it's, I wish I had the, the, the film version of it. You could see over top a little bit better. Um, but he swats at both of those hands. You see some of the bend right here. It's not, this is not like, it's it's good bend, but not great bend. You see Allen get lower. You see Burns get lower. And you also see him slip a lot. He slips a lot. He does good a job to, to keep his balance, but to s slipping is not necessarily a good thing. It's it's nice to see that he gets his hand in the dirt right there and, and continues running forward, but you you don't necessarily want to see that slip. But you see you see the dip you, you see the dip of his body, um, which gives the you know, the left tackle really nowhere to um to uh to punch. And he slips, but he he still continues on to to you know get pressure on the quarterback. Obviously, he does not get there, but um, still overall, it's some some decent bend, some decent burst. Uh, the next play is against, I believe it's the tight end who it's against. Let's see, yeah. Oh, I just fast forward by accident. Um, he's right here. He's a uh, call him a six eye because he's on the inside shoulder of this of the uh, where he would be a six tech, which is over line the in, or over over top of the inline tight end. Um, you see, he takes he takes on the inside shoulder. Um, which is which is okay, and you can see he's reading the play. He he sees the he see this is going to be a, a sweep, and he sees both of the pulling center and the pulling left tackle, and then he sees the running back's track. This is smarts to IQ. He feels that number eighty four is leaning onto him. He's he's using a lot of his power to try to keep him inside right there uh, to down block him, and Bosa feels that. You can see he uses a really tight spin move right here, which is nice. Um, you can see his foot's pretty tight to the to the uh, tight end's feet, and the good thing about this too is you see that that, that back elbow right there, which is left elbow, is really important because if you don't land that elbow, you're not really throwing off their their momentum as much you'd want to, and they, they still might be able to get your hands into your chest and limit you. But when you but when you have that elbow tight, one, it makes you more aerodynamic, so you can spin better, and two, it's it's used as like a push off right there. You see right there. With that, that elbow is important because if that elbow wasn't there and didn't land, maybe the tight end could, could throw his left arm into there and then just, you know, seal you enough inside um, to let the running back, you know, run by. Um, but like I said, nice, nice tight spin move right there from Bosa. Eyes flash right back to the, to the running back and he, and he makes the tackle along with uh, whoever, whoever else that is, number nine. So uh, I'll, play it in, I'll play it in regular speed so you can see. Really, really good play right there from from both. Like I said, the recognition, um, the spin move. He has a variety of different moves, which like I said is a, obviously a, a good thing. Next play again is against Oregon State, and uh, again he's the he's the uh, he's on the bottom of the screen right here, and in a, a four point stance. His his arm might come up a little bit before. Um, no, actually, sorry. He's he's a he's in a three he's in a three point stance. His elbow just looked like it was almost a four point, but it's still a three point. That's a, whatever. Um, Again, he's unblocked on the back of this inside zone read option. Um, the quarterback is not going to keep it right here because there's two guys on that backside. The, the good thing about Bosa is right here, you see how he breaks, he's, he breaks down a little bit here. 
he keeps his he's, he's keeping his hips in a position where he could play either the quarterback or the running back, which is good because he he has enough like speed to get there and press that mesh point right here. Um, smart player. He doesn't just because att- if he tacks inside, maybe you know thirty nine's not there. Um, the quarterback keeps it, but when you're able and you have the speed and the athleticism, which like I said, he's not great, but it's an it's it's definitely workable. I'm not saying it's not good. Um, there's a difference between good and elite or top notch. So don't get me mistaken. I'm not saying he's a slow player or anything like that, but he has enough speed to press that mesh point, which is a good thing. Um, which the mesh point is obviously with the running back taking the handoff from the uh, from the quarterback. That's the, the mesh, and he presses that. Keep his hips square to play either either you know either the running back or the, the quarterback. He sees that the that the running back has the ball, um, dives and makes a tackle along with a couple other guys. So so another good play um, from Bosa right there. Just smart. So like I said, I th- I think he's a pretty safe player um, overall. I don't love the ceiling, but the floor is so high that it'd be it's it's dumb not to take him number one or or number two in my opinion. We have four more plays against Oregon State. Oregon, Oregon, whatever. Um, let's say bottom edge again. He pl- he plays he plays on the on the right side a lot or, or against the left tackle. Which a lot of people say that the, the best rusher goes against the left tackle. Um, t- for the most part, you know that that's not necessarily true. Um, there's plenty of guys who go on the on you know the left side of the defense or against the right tackle all the time. Khalil Mack does all the time and Von Miller does all the time. So I, I think the differences between a right tackle and a left tackle are really not that much greater. Um, left tackle, you want to be a little bit more, you know, of a finesse guy um, because typically when teams run, they're running to the right side when they're running uh, heavy sets. So the right tackle want to be a little bit more of a, of a bully. Um, but there's so much versatility in the offense now that I really don't think it matters as much. I think left tackle and right tackle are pretty much almost even uh, to almost more of an even position. Um, you see Nick Bosa right here um, from another call it, yeah, three, uh, three point stance. He burst upfield. You see how his, how his, how his track is out here. Um, that track gets that offense tackle to open up his hips. Just he, he's a little bit on his on his heels right here because because Nick Bosa has some like I said decent speed. It's not like that's not that's not an elite burst right there. If you're watching, it's not that's not elite. Um, if you are watching on on the film, if you're not, you can listen to me. But he gets the the left tackle to open up a little bit, get on his heels, um, and lean a little bit into that block because Bosa gives that little like a hesitation. You guys see that like a little head fake stab outside right there. That gets the offensive tackle to shoot and lean. Bosa tries to go for like the double swipe. Only, only the left arm, arm arm lands because that that left arm of the offensive tackle is so far out there. But he uh, he has like a like I said, it's hard to tell on this angle. It's almost like a it's a club or a swipe inside with that left arm. Can't see where the hand necessarily lands because it's not that good of quality um, into an arm over. Now he did, now that left arm doesn't really land too cleanly. The the right tackle or the left tackle sells his right hand on Nick Bosa's chest. But I like how. He, to counter, like you said, you have to be able to counter. You're not going to win every single rep very cleanly. Um, so to counter, he puts that right arm and extends it on the shoulder for like a long arm slash stab um, to keep his body clean, which is good. It's good quick processing and, and, and knowing how to adjust on the fly, which is good. Um, sees the, the, the quarterback loading up to go throw the ball, gets his hands up there, and gets the, uh, the pass deflection, which makes the ball go over um, that wide receiver who is in the uh, short area of the field, of, you know, flies over his head because of that pass deflection. Like I said, next play against the uh, against Oregon State. Again, bottom edge, three-point stance. Um, you're going to see that burst again. See, if you're watching that right now, like this is this is regular speed. That's not, it's not elite. It's, it's really not. But he takes more of a direct angle off the ball, off of the snap towards the the offensive lineman, which the offensive lineman is that keeps his hips more square um, to him. 
You see, see a little, see, so he goes, hesitation, stab inside with the head fake. That makes the offensive lineman, you know, it sticks his foot in the ground a little bit. There's a better example of sticking his foot in the ground um, with that hesitation a little bit later, but it makes him hesitate a little bit. He changes angle from, from a little bit more inside to more outside. He uses a, um, a double, he uses another double swipe and almost the rip, but he's so far outside, he doesn't really have to rip. Um, and then you see how his hips are going more like towards the end zone. And as soon as he gets to flatten out, he, he's really good at flip as getting his hips right square. So his hips are uh, more vertical to square right there. It's, it's, a, it's a very slight difference, but it, it doesn't matter. So he's good at keeping his hips square to the quarterback. Um, like I said, you know, good hesitation, good double swipe, um, and good bend. See, like this is not, and he doesn't really have to bend right here. Um, but it's not, it's not elite bend, like I said. So, but nice sack overall from, um, uh, from Bosa. Like I said, he's very technically refined for the, for the most part. I think his hands could lean, uh, land a little bit cleaner. I would like to see more versatility in his moves. He goes to that double swipe a lot. Um, but he still has shown those other moves that I, that I spoke about in, in his strengths. I think he can do it. Um, again, you notice the burst. If you, if you watched Josh Allen last week, he looked a little bit different with a burst because he has better burst than Nick Bosa. That, see, that, like this first step, it's not, it's not that great. Um, and you need that to be able to, to beat tackles in the NFL because the tackles in the NFL are super athletic too. The guys in, the, in college are you know, really light. Um, most times, and they're obviously guys at Oregon State are not as good as Tyron Smith and even like Kelvin Beecham, who's just a decent tackle. Um, they're not going to have to open up to, to, to match your speed. So Nick Bolts is going to have to win a lot with, with technique and power, um, which, which is hard to do consistently against good guys because with good guys like first Khalil Mack, listen, if you're going to get on your toes and open up, uh, to try to counter my speed, then guess what? You're susceptible to bull rush. I'm going to turn that speed into power and bull rush you right back into the quarterback or win inside. Uh, but you don't have that speed to power option really because you're not getting them to open up quickly um, and get them on their toes or on their heels that are off, just off balance in general. Um, it severely limits your rush because you know they're going to be able to counter. Uh, they're going to be able to anchor down versus, versus strength and they, ha- they also have good techniques. So I, I, I see him as a guy who's going to be getting you know, a lot of his production versus the lower end tackles like the Kelvin Beecham or middle tier to lower end tackles like the Kelvin Beecham or, you know, whoever you may be, whoever you think like 16 down is, I think that's going to be a lot of his production where first top flight guys versus a top 10 type guys, Jason Peters, whoever it may be, uh, I think he's going to be more limited. You know, I think that's going to reflect in his numbers. I'm, I'm curious to see if I'm right um, looking at his game logs and stuff and versus the tackles he played. Um, but good, still, good, still a good rush here. Um, you can see he obviously is rushing up the arc. He, he starts a little bit more inside. You can see right there. And then he kind of takes that step with that, that left to go more outside, which makes the left tackle shoot early because he changes his, his angle. So the left tackle thinks he's going to be somewhere he's not. Again, double swipe, pretty clean hands right there. And some, some again, good bend, good speed. It's not great. Um, but he's just so technically refined that that it's that it's good. Even though I said the hands could be cleaner at times, but um, he's still very, very, very good with with his technique and how to use his his uh, technique. So another good play from from there. Good hips as well to get to get around on that next play versus the. I said it's a jump set. Let's see. Um, he's on top again. Three point stance. He's like I said most of the time against that left tackle. Yeah, you see how the. Yeah, it's supposed to be, this is supposed to be a, a, a quick pass. Obviously, he didn't see anything he likes, the quarterback. Um, but the left tackle, instead of dropping back on that like that, that kick step, 
and taking that vertical set, he tries to um, jump set him, which the jump set's not that good. His, he's obviously leaning at the waist way too much and kind of ducking into that block a little bit. Um, and if anything, let him beat you outside, not inside, especially on a jump set because it's a quick pass. So the, the ball should get out early. If he's rushing around the arc, it's going to obviously take him longer to get there. So you never want to get beat inside, especially as a tackle. Um, so not good by the left tackle right there. But Bosa beats him with a club into, into an arm over. Um, he doesn't that, – that right arm of the tackle is still on his chest. It's a fight through a little bit, but he's able to get through it, and he gets the sack. So – Good way to win inside um, versus jump set. Jump set's a little bit harder to, to, to win outside unless you're wider. Because they're going to get your, their hands early on you, and they're really going to make that a really, really hard angle to, to turn around. Where, like, if you're thinking about it, if you jump set, you have to go out wider to beat him. Um, where if it's a vertical set, you, you, you can still be a little bit t- more tight, and it's more of a soft, more of a soft edge. Um, obviously, if you can beat him around that corner, but jump sets are, are hard, especially when you're a five tech. Now, if you're a seven or a nine tech, it's a little bit easier. But good job with the, with the club um, there to to get past the, in the middle. You can see his like body, his contortion of his body. Like he's he's definitely a flexible guy, and he has that that strength through contact, um, which you like the ability to fight through. Gets the sack on the um, quarterback right there. Next player, we're gonna see a little bit of the good good hands, but a little bit of limitation in the bend. Um, right here, I believe this is this looks like Nebraska. I could be wrong, Nebraska. No, it's Wisconsin. All right. Um, so he's rushing off the edge again right here. Um, three or four point stance. Can't see his, his right hand. Um, but you can see as he sees a tight end, it's going to like kind of chip and release right here. He's just going to throw his shoulder right there and then release. Um, Bosa avoids that, which is good. He changes his, his, um, his rush angle to, to avoid that. And I think he could have been a little bit cleaner with his hands right here. You see how he, he lets that left the left guard uh, or the, sorry, the left tackle get his arm into the chest right there. Some, some left tackles in the league, they get their arm into your chest like that. You're not going anywhere. They're, they're going to, they're going to get close. They're going to grab you. They're going to put their, their right arm now on your shoulder and bicep and they're, and they're just going to hold you. And if it's close to the, to the chest like that, um, where if they're able to kind of bring you into their frame, uh, you're not going anywhere. So I would say him be more prepared for that left arm right there, especially when he's shooting inside. So I would see more prepared hands for that. Um, but after that, the counter, it's good. You see the, the arm, the right arm right there, really good placement on the elbow to, to push that away. Um, you always want to tack elbows um, for the most part. Um, elbows are always the best place because listen, if you miss a little bit on the form, it still works. If you, if you miss your on your and you're on the bicep, that's, that's fine too. But the, the, uh, the elbow is in, at least in this scenario is the best place to, to aim for, um, especially your arm is straight. The elbow is the, is a very weak point. So he beats, he beats him right there. Goes a little bit of a rip and then gets the sack. You see, but you see the limitation of the bend right here. He could have turned this, this, uh, corner tighter, but you see how his like, this is his bend on this. And he gets a little bit lower. I think as he goes, but this is not great bend. If, if people want, like I said, if you watch all of these, if you're if you watch Josh Allen, you saw much better bend than this, and you're also going to see much much better with with Brian Burns. Brian Burns' bend is is ridiculous. Um, it's also because he's 230 pounds, 235 pounds that he played at. But um, overall, good good hands to counter, not good hands uh, in his preparedness for that that shoot from the left arm's left uh, from the left tackle's left arm. Um, so. It is what it is. Good, good and bad there. Next play, going to look at a club arm over. This is against USC. I think I had like 
I think there's like a really like short video. There's only like two minutes I had on, on this. I only recorded one play, but he's right here on the, on the bottom of the screen in a, in a four point stance. Again, if I, if I'm going to play this in full speed burst, eh, I'm not, I'm not super high on that burst. And like I said, I'm really strict to that scale of the, of those five things that I've been talking about strength, technique, bend, uh, burst <clears throat> and, um, and an arm length. And, when you're missing one of those, eh, I don't know. Especially when you're missing like one and a half of those. So that's why I'm not super, super high on them, even though I do feel he's safe. There's a difference. High floor, um, relatively high ceiling, but not elite ceiling in, in my mind. But again, rushes upfield, the left tackle, you know, he stays, he stays square, but he drops back too far um, for me. Look how, look how big of a gap there is in that B gap. So, um, He's he's he drops back too far here for for my liking, and obviously Bosa likes it too. Bosa lessens a little bit, um, uses a uses a swipe versus the right arm with his right arm into an arm over, or actually no, it's sorry, it's the left arm with a with a swipe into an arm over, um, which beats the tackle badly as you can see. And my boy Sam Donald gets away because he's a he's a boss, um, scrambles for more than a first down. But you know that's Donald. You can't can't expect to do much versus him. But uh, good, good inside, in, inside. But you want to see guys win inside and outside. Nice. Uh, you can call it a swipe arm over, club arm over. I um, couldn't really see necessarily where his hand landed, but same premise. Beats the left tackle really, really badly. Um, next play, I know it's a 4-3. Let's see. I know it's a 4-3 look. So you could play 4-3. Um, this is, so this is 4-3 under for people who are, like, worrying about under. And they mean under because like more of the strength of your defensive line is shifted to the weak side where you, with with the under, you're going to have a five on the, on the weak side, you're going to have a five tech, a three tech play side are on, on the strong side. You're going to have a one tech and usually a five tech. Now, if this, and you're going to have a, a, the, the uh, Sam linebacker on the under acting as like he's, he's that edge defender as well. This guy's only closer here. This defensive back. I think he's in man on this tight end, but with the under you're going to have, and this is all about, always the case we usually have that that sam uh close to the line of scrimmage where if this was an overlook you're going to still have this five tech this this three tech on on the uh on the weak side is going to be moved to to backside of one tech the uh this this one tech on the play side is going to be a three tech and then um you're still going to have the uh the, the five tech as as well but th- these this linebacker would shift uh the the will would shift more to the weak side um, the the mic would shift more to the middle, and then the the Sam right here would be more stand up. So you'd have a little bit of a shift. So these guys would basically shift over, and these guys would shift over the opposite way. So that's the difference between four three over and, and four three under for people. Who, and in the basic, very basic terms, there's four two overs, four four two um, unders as well. But for the people who are you know curious about that, I feel like there's a good situation because this is a four three under to explain a four three um, over as well. So. He's right here. He's a he's a four tech, um, and like I said, this would be heads up on him would be zero one. Uh, inside shoulder of the guard would be would be uh, two I on top of the guard would be two. Outside of the of the uh, offensive guard on his left shoulder, or if, if you're working on the left side, would be a three. Um, inside shoulder of the offensive tackle would be four I on top of the tackle would be four. Outside of the tackles, outside shoulder would be five. Um, inside the tight end, if he's there, is six eye. On top of the tight end, uh, in line is six. Outside of him is seven. Wider than that is nine. Um, so, as we continue, he's a four. Uh, th- he's a three point. Um, and he's a three point four tech 
in a 4-3 under. Gets good leverage right here coming off the snap. You can see that, that's pretty good, pretty good leverage. Um, he's bending a little bit over at the waist here, but overall it's still good. Gets his hands inside of the offensive tackles, as you can see right here. Keeps his head up and uses a push-pull. Push to, to shock him, lifts him up just a little bit, which is good. Rips him down. And that's, that's aggressive. This is strength. He's a, he's a strong edge defender. And this is why he could play this role. He could play that strong side end in, in a 4-3 under or strong side end in a 4-3 in a over or backside. He, he has that versatility, which is good. That's a really good move, really good, really, really good tight elbows, strength um, <clears throat> to, to jolt that left tackle, push-pull. And then he fights through because he actually he actually trips and he does lose his balance a little bit too much. That's something I don't necessarily love. He's not really great at keeping his feet clean, um, but then he gets in there for for the tackle and he, and he stuffs um, the Michigan running back on on second and one. So good play from him right there. Let's see the next play is uh, I put speed to power. Let's let's watch it. And you can tell right here um, he's like a he's like a seven. I'll call him a seven tech. And I just do like imaginary. If there's an imaginary inline tight end right here. Um, I'm not going to go like six I or anything like that, but I'll go like seven, nine. If he's a little bit wider, it'd be a nine, but I'll call him a seven tech right here. He's a little bit wider than in, in a typical five. Um, in a three point stance again, presses the outside is going to cross, which is good because like I said, the, the offensive tackles is getting ready for that speed. So he drops back a little bit. He drops back too far, giving him an inside, um, angle to the quarterback, but maybe that's because he knows he has help from that left guard, left guard shows up. Bosa is able. Bosa is not even really ready for it because he kind of he kind of comes up high here. So he thinks he beats him inside. I don't know if he saw the left guard, um, you know, slotting over with him, but he turns. He stops in his power. That's good from from that position where he's where he's like kind of hopping, and when he takes on the on the uh, tackle, look at where he is. His both of his feet are like pretty much off the ground on his. He's on his tippy toes. He's up high, and he's still able to drive through and and get a get a hit on the quarterback. You know, it's a it's a light hit, but good power right there. I I definitely like his power. I think he's the most powerful. Um, edge him and Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat's another powerful guy. Uh, Cleveland Farrell, I think he's a little bit overrated in, in his strength. But let's look at the next play. Next play, we're still we're still in the game of uh, Michigan, um, which I think Ohio State won at the end. I could be wrong. I think I was at work watching this game actually, though, so um, I'm kind of partially watching it. But you see how his first step is kind of more directly at the the. The left tackle, which is good. He's good at working his ankles. He knows how to win with his angles, turning speed into power, um, turning you know direct steps at tackles and into more of outside arcs, um, which is good. But this, this is one of his weaknesses. You see, he leans a little bit too far into his into his his double swipe, you know, clubs, swats, whatever you want to call it, and he's off balance. That's the thing. I think I think he loses balance a lot um, more than more than I would like to see personally. But you see, he misses his punch right there because the the you know, the left tackle comes late and wide, um, obviously, and he grabs his helmet, which is fine, but uh, I think he loses balance a little bit too much for, for my liking, so I did mark it down as one of his uh, weaknesses. Let's see the next play. I think this is the reroute versus the tight end. I could be wrong, but this is the game. We're starting off against Penn State. Um, I want to watch it in full speed. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of it where uh, at the top of the screen again, sorry, you can see he's in a, let me just make sure. Okay. I have to, I have to do that every once in a while. I'll like be talking and I'll have to look at the screen, make sure it's, it's the, the uh, red dot is blinking. I'm not talking to, uh, to nobody cause that has happened, um, before. So the first step's a little bit more directly at the left tackle. 
at, with that right step, he bends a little bit more. I, I mean, he, he kind of alters his angle a little bit farther outside. He uses a – looks like a double swipe. And this is, some, this is some better bend. Again, but you see him like, through that contact, he slips a lot. I don't, I don't love all the slipping. And it's kind of has to do with his bend, like his lack of bend. He's, he slips a little bit because he doesn't have great bend. Um, but I do like the ability to, to put his left arm in the dirt right there and then continue on, and he gets the hit on the quarterback. But like I said, you don't see, like, great bend. This is, like, this is his bend. It's not – that's not that great. So when you talk about, like I said, those strengths, you're lacking a little bit in length, you're lacking a little bit in explosion, and you're lacking a little bit in, in – people want to call it, like, uh, hip flexibility or bend. So I just that, – that's, that's three of the five categories I think you need to be elite that I don't – that I think he's average in. So like average bend, average first step explosion, average length. That's where you look at a guy like Josh Allen who has – but Bosa has a technique and power. Now you look at a guy like Josh Allen who has great – he has great bend. He has great speed. He has great length. Um, he, he just needs to you know refine his speed and power a little bit, but he has the power. It's just more about the technique. So it's more technique than the only thing that he's lacking, but – from two years ago with Kentucky, we had like three and a half sacks, whatever it was, going to like 17 sacks. Um, and even going from the beginning of the year uh, to the end of the year, but at the end of the year, I saw him moving, I mean, I mean winning more inside and winning more with, with speed to power. So this is why I almost, I almost put Josh Allen over Bosa. I like Bosa, but I think he's a living a little bit off of his name. Um, like I said, not the great, not, you see what I'm saying? I've said the five categories enough, but it's just not enough. But uh, any slips, so still a good hit. Still a good, you know, like I said, giving that inside, you know, stab and pressure and then altering a little bit, using the double swipe and getting around, that's great. Can you do that versus a, an elite tackle? That, that, that is my question. So I, I'm not sure. Um, next play, again, versus Penn State, fourth quarter, 129 left. And so he's on the bottom right here. Uh, you call him a, call him a, call him a seven. He's like a slanted seven, three point. And See how he starts again rushing towards, and then he uses his like lateral agility um, with that one step plants, plant, swipe around, and he and he because he gives himself a softer angle. So I'm talking about like a softer angle. If you think about his track, which I wish I had like like art to draw, um, or like an ability to draw, a softer angle would be like a, a more tight angle to the to the quarterback. Now, if you have a hard angle, if he kicks out here and you have to go around, that's a hard angle. Now, if it's a soft thing, you go right here. Soft angle. So as so as he rushes towards him, the offensive lineman isn't isn't getting out as wide or getting as deep um, because he's he's attacking him directly. So like I said, he's not going as deep or as wide, um, giving himself a softer angle. So that's what I mean by that. Double swipe gets gets by him cleanly. Now I would like to see him take a better angle right here. You can see as his angle is going right in front of the quarterback. You want to you want to take you know the the back the back shoulder because a lot of quarterbacks will just roll out. Uh, plant hard just just like the quarterback does right here and just rolls out so i'd see more take more of a a conservative angle right here to get to the quarterback uh because he gives the quarterback just an easy escape route so he misses that but uh definitely definitely a good um good way to soften his angle use a double swipe get by him i would like to see like i said that that cleaner angle so going on to play 15 uh, now looking at michigan state let's see um, he is on top again, which is very, very typical uh, of him. He definitely likes to play the versus left tackles on that, on that side. He's more comfortable with. Um, I like how it comes off the ball. He lowers his shoulder into the into the tackle. I mean, into the tight end. Gives him a little reroute right there. You see that little reroute 
where if the if the tight end was supposed to go up and then wherever he was supposed to go, he 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 bends his path a little bit, which is good. It, it helps out the secondary. Um, he takes on the 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 you know left tackle. He doesn't have great kind of not leverage, but he doesn't have great positioning on him because he rerouted. Um, but again, double swipe. Double swipe. You can see you can see how he keeps his hips square too. This is this is what I like about his rushing, um, for sure. He gets his hips square really really early, which gives him the most direct angle. Because if your if your hips are, you know, more pointed towards the end zone, then you have to flip them and that rounds out your your angle. Um, where as soon as you see how he flattens out his hips really really early right here, his hips are his hips are, you know, even in front of the quarterback. But he uses that double swipe and that lateral agility to get past the. Um, the tackle, and this is this is this, that that's pretty much his best bend you're going to get from from Bosa. That's not that's not a consistent thing. It's all about consistency, and partial of that is is leaning into where he is. But that's that's a good bend from him. That's that's probably one of his best bend plays um, that I've seen. But but double swipe with that lateral agility, um, gets his hip square really really quickly to flatten that angle, chases down uh, the quarterback for for the um, for the sack. So that's a really that's a really good play by by Bosa. There's a there still is a reason he's the number two player on my board. Um, but Allen's a little bit closer than some people would like to think. And a lot of people have both at one. I get it. Um, but he's not better than Quentin in my, in my opinion. Uh, I have Quentin easily above him. And part, part of the reason, this, see, this is good because he has good snap timing. You see how he's the first one pretty much out of his stance? Or he's really quick. You, see, you can see the bottom edge right here is not even close. Um, the uh, three tech right here is not even close. That other, that one tech right there is actually um, pretty close. But he, good, good snap timing. Again, not not elite um, burst, but it's 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 definitely workable for sure. Um, again, he loves that. He loves this like do, this this double swipe and and chops around the edge. Um, again, this is this is the power through contact. This is something you're not going to see with with Brian Burns. You're going to see this with Josh Allen as well, and I've showed it. Now, if this was Brian Burns and this 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 was the position, Brian Burns is getting pushed right up the arc. So Brian Burns is going to get pushed up here, and he's going to be out of the play. Um, that's that's Brian Burns. That's one of Brian Burns' biggest weaknesses was getting pushed up the arc. Doesn't have that that uh, that balance and power through contact and in the run game as well. Um, but Bosa obviously is able to do that with the double swipe. D- gets really really low right here. Dips his shoulder and dipping that shoulder, reducing your body, gives the uh, the left tackle less area to punch. The power through contact right here leans heavily into it. Again, nice bend from him here. He probably had the best bend, bendy type game versus Michigan State, um, and gets you know the pressure on the on the quarterback. So good play by him. Like I said, uh, double swipe gets his hips square really really quickly. I like how how quickly he flattens, uh, or how how quickly he works to get his hips square. Um, power power through contact um, while rushing the arc is very very important because listen, you could beat me to that side all day. But you see guys like Brian Burns, who if he gets beat right here, even if the tackle gets his hand onto the shoulder or onto the onto the waist, he's going to push him right up the arc and pass the quarterback. And like I said, that's one of his biggest weaknesses. We'll be talking about probably you know on Sunday. Uh, so good pressure in the face of um, of the uh, quarterback right there. The next play, I have it labeled as ability to win inside. You can see him on the bottom of the screen right here. I call him a nine tech and a three point stance. Again, you see Marco's angles burst. You know, outside gives a little bit of a of a. Uh, oops, I just re- did something by accident. Gives him a little bit of a hesitation. See that hesitation, and the the tackle because of the hesitation, it screws him up, and he's now he's leaning into the block. He seems leaning into the block with not a good base at all right there. 
um, because he's, he's expecting Bosa to go outside because of his original track. Um, Bosa again inside gives him like another double, double swipe. Um, and you could see with the, you see with the right arm right there of Bosa, as he gives him that double swipe, he knows that the, the tackle's going to try to reset that right hand and boom, he chops it down. So really, really good hands right there. Double swipe in, into a chop um, on the left tackle's counter. Ben's a, pretty good around here again. Like I said, it's not elite, but and he, he, he has a really good ability. Like He loses his balance a lot, but he's a really good ability to, to keep his, his, uh, his balance with his hands. And right here, you can see him literally chasing the quarterback doing like a bear crawl. He doesn't get to him because the quarterback scrambles out um, and he gets tackled before the first down. But still a, a good play to illustrate how, how he can win um, inside right there. Play 18. We got five plays left. Let's run through them. Like I said, it wasn't going to be a long one. I don't think he's going to be there um, for the Jets personally. He's on the top of the screen right here. Uh, top edge and a three-point stance. Again, it's working the angles. Um, beat up this right tackle uh, badly on this one again. Rushes gives a more direct angle at the at the right tackle again, making him not you know get with or go uh, deep, which gives him that softer angle that we talked about. You see that hesitation, stab, hesitation, um, the head fake. Right tackle shoots his hands because of that. Bosa still has good ground uh, on him, and I can't tell if he uses a swipe or what it is right there. He uses some move inside, throws a throws a um, a rip to get through the arm, which one rip uh, creates a point of contact, which lets you bend better. Um, which again, this is not like great. It's not great, great bend right there. You could see, but it's still it's still workable. Um, throws that rip point of contact, lets you bend better, and uh, also eliminates a point of contact for the uh, tackle. So, good play. Doesn't get the sack. Next play, another one of those type of hesitation inside moves to a double swipe. This is really how you see him win a lot of the times. Rushes up the arc on the outside, head fake, stab inside. You see right there on the one, two, third step. Boom. Right tackle shoots because of it. And really, really good hands right here from him. That's a double swipe again. You can see the left arm swipe the, out, the, the inside arm and the right arm swipe the uh, outside arm. And gets the I – think, I think this is – from what it looks like right here, his arm is going forward, so it's an incompletion. Uh, but he forces the the incompletion. Could have been called a fumble, but I don't think so. It looks like his arm is starting to go forward right there. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's an incompletion. Um, but good. Uh, like I said, good way. Head fake. Boom. Stab. Shoot. Double swipe. Lessens his body. Gets low throughout that, and gets his arm out there. Um, you know, for that forced incompletion. So next play, we got three more left of Mr. Bosa here, and. Power to rip bend. All right, yeah, yeah. So this is this is another good one. This is a different way to win as well. Um, the right tackle, you can see him on the top edge right there in a three-point stance. The right tackle, you know, he's going directly into the right tackle. And again, this is using a little bit of that power too. So instead of trying to use finesse or chops or swipes to get around him, uh, initially, Bosa lowers his head into him. You see right there, gets his hand on inside, um, which which basically you're using your power right here. So you, you shock him a little bit. It's not nothing nothing great but it, it's still shocking him um then you give him a rip so power so like a bull almost or, or just a push with that with the hands inside into a rip and again that's that's solid bend right there again um beats him actually the, the 
right tackles Lane so hard he actually gets you know tossed to the ground or he falls on the ground. So good play right there from Bosa. And we got two more left. The next one beats bad right tackle. Let's see. <clears throat> He's on the edge right here in a four-point stance, it looks like. His arm comes up, so it's actually a three-point stance. Three-point stance, burst up field. The right tackle dips his head into look look at look at that technique. Just leaning your leading your head into somebody. You're not your your legs aren't with you. Um, really, really bad right tackle, whoever this is. But Bosa notices this hard hit, again, stab outside, knows he can win inside, double swipe, or you can almost call it like a swipe and a club. It depends on where that right arm landed. It looks like almost like a club, so like a, like a swipe club, and loses his balance again, which I said happens a uh, decent amount with him. But he's able to crawl, and he doesn't make the tackle initially on the running back. But you can see as he hits his leg, it, it, it throws him off balance. Um, and then Bosa actually gets back up and um, you know gets in on the tackle with number 17 right there. So good move from there, or from Bosa right there. And then the last play of Bosa play, number 22, is going to be again versus Maryland, bottom edge. Let's see what happens. He really likes these, these hesitation, these head fakes. Pushes hard upfield, head fake. Hard plan outside. The, the the right tackle shoots because of that. But Bosa, you know, obviously alters his angle. So the hands don't really land on him. Um, double swipe inside into, into a rip, which is rips are always rips are really good. Rips are rips are one of the best moves to get by, guys. Um to maintain that balance, that get get low, uh, eliminates their point of contact for the most part. So hard outside plant explode inside double double swipe into a rip and he gets the hit on the uh the quarterback so um Rashawn Gary's next up <laughs> that's, on, that's on the screen for the for uh whatever but uh Rashawn Gary I'm not very high on that guy people are talking about him but I was like a top three top four top five top ten prospect I don't think that at all I don't I'm not a big fan it's a lot of projection with his with his athleticism which is good from a tap like a like a power and straight line speed type thing you talk about like bend and flexibility he's all right but not very high on him, but that's it for the Bosa review. Did pretty quick today. Uh, like I said, today is Wednesday, so we're probably going to, or most likely going to have uh, Brian Burns Friday and Jonah Williams on Sunday. I'm going to keep doing votes on Twitter for the, who you guys want to see. I'm kind of doing it <clears throat> mainly based off my big board. Uh, I'm going to get all every 20 prospect out. I'm probably going to have to do a solid 10 of them after the draft. Listen, if you don't want to listen to the show because of that, I'm on those shows. I hope if you if I do those shows, you're not going to listen to TOJ, you know, film room ever again because that'd be pretty crazy. But um. You know, if you don't want to listen to the shows, it is what it is. I'm going to reach out to a couple of other franchise, not franchises, but the beat reporters and stuff like that, see if they can share my stuff. And then, you know, it helps me out. So uh, I'll be doing that after the draft. And then, like I said, I'm working on like a special type project for the off season. And, and then for the off season as well, after the draft, I'll review, you know, if the Jets draft six guys, you know, listen, it's going to be easy to talk about Allen again, but you know, whoever they get in the third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round, whatever, I'm going to get the most film or like breakdowns I can on them, try to record some videos and talk about them. We're going to have some more fun stuff like with the project I'm doing. Uh, we're going to do some shows with some friends like Scott Mason, Kyle Smith, um, and obviously Marcus Coleman's going to come back on. We're going to have like a review of the offseason with him and what he thinks of the draft and all that stuff. He's just super busy. He's like a GM and a head coach of a professional football team, not in the NFL, but Arena League. Uh, so we're going to have him on. We're going to do some like top 25 shows or we're going to rank the Jets, the Jets roster, their top 25. We're going to do mailbags more. 
Um, I was doing them before and it was working out really, really well. I got like three shows or two shows or whatever, like 25 plus questions. So I appreciated that, but it's so busy right now. I just can't do it. Uh, I just don't have enough time in the week to do all those shows. We're going to do some superlative shows like, you know, uh, breakout player and best player of 2018, blah, 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 blah. blah. We're going to look at the roster. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff. We're going to have you uh, with enough shows and content to get you through the offseason. We're going to have a show or two, you know, every single week. Um, until the season comes, and when the season comes, listen. Then we get the, then we get into preseason film. We get into the film from every single week. It's going to be definitely fun. Like I said, the show takes a crap load of work. Um, so if you could just leave a five star rating, that's great. If you could leave a review, that's even better. Um, I really appreciate that. And I will see you in uh, two days with the review of Brian Burns. Thanks for listening.